Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Welcome, everybody, to ActiveSpirituality.life, where Pamela Cuccinell and Susan Mazzoli provide uh, your uh, astrology forecast for the week and uh, your meditation. Uh, don't forget that you can also work with us individually. Please uh, find us through our website, and we would be happy to help you. So now we are looking at week 36 of 2021. Uh, Pam is going to tell us all about the week starting Monday, September the 6th, traditionally uh, Labor Day, I believe, in the United States. And I will see you in about 20 minutes for our meditation. Pam, just before I drop into this, I would just like to invite you and all of our listeners to an event that I've been planning for the whole year called Forum 2021, Sacred Food, Blessed Earth, uh, where we have all sorts of international movers and shakers coming together to talk about the dire situation that our earth is facing regarding food supplies. So um, please join us at templeofunderstanding.org. You'll find all the information for free registration. Please join us to learn more about what we can do as individuals and to pray together for Blessed Earth. And that's happening this week on the 9th. So thanks, everyone. Pam, what's in front of us? What's in front of us? Well, that's a beautiful event to have as we move into the energy of the new moon in Virgo. And on September 6th, yes, uh, traditionally Labor Day in the States and Canada, according to my calendar. And for those of you who honor and mark uh, Rosh Hashanah, many blessings to you. I'm always struck by this particular new moon when it happens at this point in time, at the end of um, August into September, because the new moon in Virgo really sets a spark for what we call mutable Earth. So Virgo is an Earth sign, and it's mutable, which means that it moves from one season into the next. And the Earth is moving, and yes, the Earth is moving. So as we plant a seed or create something that is giving way to something else being structurally uh, founded on a piece of territory or earth, the earth has to give way and allow. And so with this energy, what we look at is what appears to be solid, real, what we can actually put our hands around, tactile, touch, smell, earth 
is also in a shape-shifting capacity. And the new moon in Virgo invites us to consider what is it that we've been holding on to so in such a rock-solid fashion that maybe needs to be chipped away or eroded somewhat to allow something new to come in. This is a particularly charged Virgo new moon because of uh, other pictures in the sky that are made with other planets. One of the things of note is that Mars and Pluto are in a harmonious picture. And so since Pluto is considered the higher octave of Mars, Mars being the planet that has to do with how we assert ourselves, get what we desire, libido energy moving forward, ramped up with Pluto, it's, it's really presenting this kind of new moon in steroids energy. <laughs> So think about Virgo. Virgo is about habits, routines. Uh, the in astrology, it's connected a lot with your body, your health, how you invite in certain diet and systems that allow for a sense of well-being. And with Mars and Pluto, this really allows a sense of well. Um, maybe it's time to shift or change the routine. So for those of us who are looking at new ways or want to tweak or change our routines in some way, this is an excellent lunar cycle to bring that in. Anything that has to do with what it is, the, the kind of exercise you do, the time of day you do it, walks, uh, how attached you may be to your Fitbit or not. Uh, these are things we can look at, evaluate, and shift perhaps in ways that go with the body that we have today. Many of us find that how we moved around or did things prior to the pandemic is different. And some of that is not necessarily a bad thing. So with this particular new moon energy, we can really look at what is it that I want to initiate, start, send a, send a spark out for that's going to help me with this new orientation that I have towards what my life is like. And what I love about Virgo, well, there's so many things, all the signs, I, so many, everything teaches us something. But if you look at the natural layout of the horoscope wheel, Virgo, Virgo sits in the sixth house right before the horizon or, or depending on actually how you're looking at the horoscope, it's, it's where the sun sets in the natural rhythm of how the sun moves around the zodiacal wheel. 
So with Virgo in that position, it's got this kind of under the radar orientation. So part of what we are bringing out in this lunar cycle is not yet revealed. And you decide when you start that or lay it out. And let me give you some thoughts on that because there's a particularly fertile time that happens as of late afternoon today and the times I give are Eastern time. So please adjust depending on where you are on the planet. So around four o'clock Eastern time until around nine o'clock, we're in this lovely window of this is a great time to start something. Often with the new moon, we we say, you know, sit with it, consider, don't necessarily throw it right out into the world today. But this period of time, this particular day could be absolutely fantastic if the opportunity is there, the momentum is there, or you feel an impulse to respond to someone who's giving you an offer or or inviting something to happen. There's a lot of spontaneity that can happen in the evening. Uh, Things can come through your email, conversation, um, as you're out and about. So pay attention and allow what comes across that radar to see if it's something you want to stick with and run with, because it is about running. This particular new moon has a lot of energy to it, and you may feel it more on Tuesday the 7th, because that's when we really start to get that turbocharge with Pluto and Mars. And it can engage. So if you're one of the people who's feeling engaged by some kind of opportunity or something that's in front of you, this is a great time to take action with it. The moon goes void, of course, at 3.24 p.m. Eastern time. And when it's void, of course, it means that we're not feeling as emotionally invested in the outcome of things. So that may be something you're feeling from 3.24 p.m. until 11.20 p.m. that evening when the moon enters Libra. So the best things to do when the moon is void, of course, especially in the sign of Virgo, is it's actually fabulous for organizing, cleaning up, purging something, Uh, taking care of your body, doing something therapeutic. These are all really great ways to begin a week as we're in the real thrust of it of uh, Tuesday late afternoon evening. Once the moon is in the sign of Libra, now we're in energy that is very auspicious as well. This is this is a kind of good new moon cranking out. We've got some some bumps. We'll get there, but right now the beginning of the week is really pushing for things to happen. So Wednesday is a lovely day to be 
having conversations, um, making those connections, doing things that have to do with cultural enhancement. They're great for people who are in the creative arts. Um, anything that has to do with uh, adding beauty to your life, harmony to your life. It can even be if you're in discussions that are have been difficult discussions. This is a good day to be bringing up things that maybe are not so easy to talk about because we can move past the wounds or the rough patches and get to points of resolution. Uh, this can continue into Thursday the 9th, where we're having these kind of discussions that may get even, even a bit difficult. I mean, one of the pictures that could be is this could be about some negotiation that has to do with money or funding or getting something that's necessary to make something happen, even a bit of a power struggle. Who's who's going to be on top with the, the quote, winning? Um, in the end, this is going to be best if all parties win. But What's important to do is not shy away from some of the conversations that may be difficult, may be emotional, may be financial, may be, uh, may be conversations you don't really like to get into, um, because what happens is we get to a point of real clarity and understanding. You cannot fix something or make something better unless you're willing to look under the hood of it, look under, you know, see, see how firm the foundation is, open the doors and cast off the shadows. If you're not willing to go into the dark spots of it, you're not going to be able to really get to the root of the problem and issue. So as uh, Susie mentioned about the event that's going on, I, I mean, the whole piece about things that have to do with feeding, uh, feeding the earth and, and really having good sustainable food, it's, it's for everyone. It's all about really looking at why we don't. And so when you look at the underbelly of a situation, then you can really address how to fix it. But unless we're willing to do that, it's never going to be resolved. So whatever is confronting you or on your table on Thursday the 9th, it can be absolutely tremendous to come to terms with some old ghosts or situations that have been difficult to really understand or uh, build bridges towards. And then the high opportunity period really happens late afternoon uh, into the evening and beyond when we really can kind of digest and settle uh, and understand a lot of the information that was presented to us. 
there's a beautiful picture in the sky with the moon and Jupiter that speaks a lot about people coming to common understanding and bridging gaps. And so we need to uh, be able to take the gloves off and hold hands so that we can really get to that peace and understanding. The moon doesn't go void, of course, until Friday just after midnight, 1248 a.m. So that if you're up on Thursday evening, you will be experiencing the moon void, of course, after midnight. Really, it's it looks like a, a lovely evening for making really wonderful connections to me on Thursday night. So the moon void, of course, just is in the wee hours on September 10th, and it enters the sign of Scorpio at 2.05 a.m. And once it's in the sign of Scorpio, now we're in the real deep work energy. So whatever we had moved through, resolved, talked about, um, made agreements about earlier in the week, now we get to process and figure out the, the mechanics of it and really look at how we're going to make those things happen. And we do it through a lot of soul searching, really meeting, um, meeting certain responsibilities. This is actually very key. Uh, oh, there's a couple of things. There's a picture with Mercury and Uranus. So um, this can be upsetting discussions or something that, you know, somebody just blurts out without thinking. Um, so I would say the best, if you were the person who did it, um, it's always better if you think about what you're going to say before you say it. So sometimes what can happen with this energetically is we get this boom, like lightning bolt. Well, think about how you want to translate that information. Uh, saying it exactly how you hear it sometimes isn't the best thing. If you're the receiver of uh, some thunderbolt that someone delivered, I, I would say the best thing to do is to think about how you're going to react to it because it it can be it can be an upset whatever this is and i think the major lesson coming in from it as i see from what's ahead here is that it's so important to step up to responsibility and make sure that you have the support system you need and deserve so one way this might look is that you think you have a partnership or an agreement with somebody and they say something that just makes you think, oh, my God, where did that come from? Maybe you better um, second guess that, that partnership. Maybe that isn't the best person for you to be working with in certain capacities or you need to place that person in a capacity where they um, are not going to uh, blow the deal or say the wrong thing at the wrong time. 
Venus enters Scorpio on Friday, which continues to set up a, um, a, a need for many people to be or, or connect with people they, they feel closest to. It, it for some of us it can feel a little like it's a little intense around here for other people they are totally in their element and so that will roll for the next few weeks um, the other thing to note is that it's it's really best to continue to um, continue to consider how you react to information that's unexpected because some people it's like they're a loose cannon and other people it's they need to kind of grab it think about it and then they act so you are who you are but knowing that uh, this day can throw out things that are unexpected can prepare you for um just kind of guiding your reaction, perhaps. So Saturday the 11th, yes, September 11th, the moon is in Scorpio, highly uh, reflective energy, and uh, as is appropriate for this day that many people um, will never forget. And there is a strong opportunity today that comes in, especially in the evening, to really help people connect in ways that are very, very deep emotionally. So it can be healing. It can be something that lifts worries or concerns because it's about how to move from something that you were so laser visioned about you're you're transcending into something else it can also really be something that gives us a real lift in connection with romance relationship where we we feel very heart to heart connected it's it's not an evening where people are going to be surfacely connecting. I would not make this an evening for a lot of um, casual networking, which I don't know if people would really plan on September 11th, but, um, but it can be a evening for really heartfelt connection and really an ability for people to come together to move something or energetically create something profound. Very, very special couple of days, these two days, working with that Virgo new moon energy. So the moon goes void, of course, at 1.33 a.m. in the wee hours of Sunday the 12th. And it enters Sagittarius at 4.34 a.m. And I think this is a really great day for just getting your energy out in nature. Uh, if you don't do that, um, 
there may be a sense of um, like a powder keg. So if you have a lot of work on your desk or a lot of responsibilities you feel you must uh, make or you're a lot of things that you have to like run around doing, just keep in mind that sometimes the most effective way to be productive is to spend an hour, a couple hours, period of time where you're able to just be out somewhere that's a big expanse, or if you're in a little apartment in New York City, um, just get go to the park or, 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 or somewhere where you, or if it's pouring rain in New York City in your, in your little apartment, then, then jumping jacks or uh, your downstairs neighbor may not appreciate that or a lot of energetic kundalini breath work. Find yourself a, a YouTube video and do that. Do something that lets the energy move because that's what we want to do energetically on Sunday uh, the 12th. And if we don't do it, then it can boomerang back. So find an energetic outlet, then you can get back to your work. But that's what I recommend for a highly productive week this week. And now I turn it over to Susie. Susie, who's doing jumping jacks. <laughs> yes, yes. And your downstairs neighbors will just want to play with you, the dogs <laughs> and the cats. Okay. So um, what would be the big word that you would use for this week, Pam, with all of this energy? Well, um, yes, okay, a big word. Uh, to be um, to be precise, I would say precision. Precision. That's a Virgo new moon with strong Mars in the horoscope. It's like figure out where you're pulling your bow and where you're aiming that arrow. Diana energy. It's about what is your laser focus for this week? Okay, so I think for laser focus, we actually have to be very grounded. So let's do a meditation where we ground down first and then um, develop the focus. Okay, thank you. I invite everyone now for 10 minutes. Let's jump into it. Take a few deeper breaths, arrive physically in your body, pull in all of your thoughts, all of your feelings, and let's just be present with each other. And then feel the weight of your body. Begin to feel the density, the pounds, the ounces, the kilos, the bones, the flesh, the organs, the water. Feel the density of your body and allow it to just completely relax and be heavy and then kind of like a magnet where you're pulling all of the bits and pieces of yourself in. 
So everything's coming into the centre, into you, into your centre, all bits and pieces of you. So wherever we're discombobulated or if we're kind of like an airhead or a little bit um, abstract or having trouble like getting things done, just bring all the energy in. Inside your physical form. And as you're feeling it all coming in, there's a sense of togetherness, a sense of completion, definitely a sense of arrival. And as all this energy comes in, visualize now that your body as a solid, walking, talking, human, animal being now, that just visualise coming from the base of your spine a beautiful silver cord that reaches down out through your physical body and plugs in, literally like a plug, into the electromagnetic circuit of the earth. And visualise that plugging into the centre of the earth, into the heart of Mother Earth. And we're plugging in specifically now to that electromagnetic field, which we, we have to be plugged in. We have to be in tune and calibrated with the electromagnetic field of Earth really, really well, or else we... We get sick and we get lost and we get confused. So this is this is really a physical thing that we need as human beings. That's why we walk around on the ground with bare feet. That's why we, we like to walk on the beach for, with bare feet and wherever we can every day to try and get our feet literally attached to the ground, whether it's to the soil or to the sand or... Um, if we're unable to find a place that's that's really good, um, that we know is safe, we need to create something for ourselves because that is where we plug back in. And every day in our electromagnetic smog soup that we live in with all of the Wi-Fi and all of the electricity and all of the cell phone and all of this very, very disruptive radiation, it takes away and it disturbs this field, this electromagnetic field that is naturally the earth. And when we're working on that current, then we're working with our optimum health. So when we can't do it physically, we can always do a meditation like we are now. So just visualize yourself plugging in now to the earth and as you're plugging in, you're becoming centered. Your energy field literally is becoming grounded. Like all electricity needs that grounding wire. You are grounding in. And as we're becoming really grounded and centered, we can take a few deeper breaths and just notice that you even breathe differently. You breathe deeper longer 
There's more strength in your breath. There's more strength in your lungs when we're grounded. Feeling that beautiful grounding energy. And then just visualize that silver cord that's reaching down into the earth and plugged in. Just see it filled with light, with really clear, bright, white light. And then just visualize it coming up through your body, through the central core, through the central channel. And as it's coming up, it is revitalizing, invigorating all of the internal chakras. And then it comes through the center of your body, up through the center of your neck and to the center of the top of your head. And if you would like, you can visualize that silver cord extending up out of your head and you can connect it to the sun. See it as this connection of energy between the earth and the sun, the giver of life. And then as you're feeling yourself now centering in, I am a being of earth, I am a part of the earth, as you come back into this alignment with earth, now just feel the energy within your head centre that you're really now coming to clarity and developing that sharp sense of sight, of thought in the head. And visualise now in front of you with all of the tremendous energy of this connection, that which is absolutely your priority now. And imbue that vision with energy, with the ability to move graciously and effortlessly with compassion and visualising that which is in front of you with the priority that it needs, the action that it needs. and with the spiritual energy that it needs. So you are creating now in front of yourself your projection, that is crystal clear. If you can't visualise it, just make it crystal clear in your mind. This is what I am creating with clarity. And allow it to 
be filled with all of this energy, not only of yourself, but of the sun, of the earth. And know that the celestial bodies, the moon, the new moon, is now really feeding this. That your arrangement here is supported for the highest good. For the highest good of yourself, for the highest good of all beings. And as you start to take a few deeper breaths, breathing this into the world, with your breath you are breathing this now into the world, with your thoughts the beginning. And as we take a few deeper breaths, we continue to feel this alignment with the earth, with the sun, with the blessing of the moon, we take a few deeper breaths and we open our eyes. Thank you, everyone, for joining us. We look forward to being with you again next week and please continue to share our podcast with all your family and friends. Thanks, everyone. Thank you, Pam. Love now. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.